In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. So, my dear faithful, we just heard this parable of our Lord regarding this mysterious supper. This man inviting a lot of guests to, you know, the supper and the reaction of the guests. That was quite disappointing. And you know, behind, of course, this parable, our Lord has a message to tell us. And this is very interesting. Very interesting. So let's have a look at the interpretation the Father of the Church gave of this mysterious supper. And first of all, who is this man? Who is this man who is inviting? Who is this servant who is sent to bring in the guests? The man, says St. Cyril, represents God the Father. <clears throat> For as often as God wishes to declare his avenging power, he is called by the names of bear, leopard, lion, and other of the same kind. But when he wishes to express mercy, by the name of man. So God the Father is inviting to a mysterious supper. And what is this supper? St. Gregory the Great <clears throat> tells, He made a great supper as having prepared for us the full enjoyment of eternal sweetness. This is the supper, the eternal supper, eternal life. Many times in the gospel, Jesus presents eternal life like a supper, you know, like a nice moment enjoyable moment when we have good food, good meal. And he represents himself serving us, serving us this eternal supper. And we know what will he serve us? Himself, his divinity, his vision, his joy, his charity, everything that makes him happy forever. This is the supper he had prepared for us, for this guest. And we see this man who is God, Send his servant. Though this servant who was sent, says Saint Cyril, is Jesus himself. It's Christ, who being by nature God and the true Son of God, emptied himself <clears throat> and took upon him the form of a servant. But he was sent at supper time, for not in the beginning did he did the world take up and upon him our nature, but in the last time. And he adds, for all things are ready. For the Father prepared in Christ the good things bestowed upon the world through him, the removal of sins, the participations of the Holy Spirit, the glory of adoption. So this is the story. The Eternal Father inviting this guest to this eternal supper, that is eternal life, and sending his Son that became for us like a servant, because he became man. For the love of us. Now we reach, we can say, the main part of the parable. That was the introduction. God calls us, calls this guest to the eternal life. And the main part of the parable, the most, I would say, important for us, is the reaction of the guests. And 
On this subject, St. Gregory makes a very interesting preliminary remark. He bade many, but few came, because sometimes they would themselves are subject to him by faith, by their lives, oppose his eternal banquet. And we can say this is the story of mankind. Everybody is called to the supper, but it's not enough to be called. <clears throat> we have to answer this invitation. We have to go. And this is when we reach, you know, the three reactions of the guest. The first said to him, I have bought a farm and must needs go out and sit. I pray thee, hold me excused. So St. Agustin explains, the bought piece of ground denotes government. Therefore, pride is the first vice reproved. For the first man wished to rule, not willing to have a master. And that's the first problem, Magi Faithful. Why people don't want to go to eternal life? Why people don't accept the invitation of the Father? Pride. Pride. They want to rule. They want to rule their own life. They want to choose their own destiny. You know, we have this uh, motto. No God, no master. We can hear. No God, no master. You know, I'm the one deciding for myself. Pride. We become our own God. We want to decide what is good for us and what is not good. I'm free. I can do whatever I want. I can believe whatever I want. And you know, this is particularly accurate for the month we're in. Month of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Pride Month. They called it Pride Month. I can tell you I was traveling. This is everywhere. This craziness. Pride Month. My body, my choice. How many times we saw that in the past days and we continue to see that in the next days. This is absurd. This is absurd. Making pride our God. What a craziness. No. God knows a lot better than us what is good for us. And there is a great illusion behind all this movement, of course. They think they will, they will seek, they will reach happiness through this illusion. Delusion. No. This is exactly the first guest who doesn't want to go to the banquet. I want to be my own master. I don't want to obey. I know what's good for me. My body, my choice. My life, my choice. This is the first guest. Then another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen, and I go to try them. I pray thee, hold me excused. St. Augustine explains again. The five yoke of oxen, are taken to be the five senses of the flesh. In the eyes, sight. In the ears, hearing. In the nostrils, smelling. In the mouth, taste. In all the members, touch. They are called yoke of oxen because through those senses of the flesh, earthly things are pursued. For the oxen till the ground, but men at a distance from faith 
given up to earthly things, refuse to believe in anything but what they arrive at by means of the five-fold sense of the body. So what's the problem of the second guest? Not a problem of pride, apparently. He wants to obey, but he's too inclined to earthly goods. The only thing that matters for him is sensitive things, earthly things, the things of this world. He wants to possess them. And consequently, he doesn't want to go to heaven. And we can see that this is definitely a great temptation for us. Sometimes, you know, these earthly things possessing, and they distract us to accept the invitation of our Lord. And this is the problem of the second one. And of course, as the first one, he's living in a complete illusion because he thinks that earthly goods will give him happiness. Illusion. Illusion. Now we reach the third one. And finally, another said, I have married a wife, and therefore I cannot come. So, big question. Is matrimony an impediment to go to heaven? A lot of you are thinking, I hope not. I hope not. So what does that mean? What's the problem with this third guest? And St. Gregory gives us the answer. All the marriage is good and appointed by divine providence for the propagation of children. Some seek therein not fruitfulness of offspring, but the lust of pleasure. So this is the key to understand. Of course, matrimony was instituted by God himself, so it's a good thing. But what the parable shows us, it's sometimes some people, they look for the pleasure in itself, and this is wrong. And this is the third illusion of this guest, of this third guest, trying to put his happiness in pleasure. The first one, he was pride, spirit of independence. I don't want to obey to anyone. The master wants me to go, I don't want, because I don't want. It's against my ego. The second one, he wants to possess earthly things. So he is distracted, too distracted to accept the invitation. The third one, pleasure. Pleasure. You know, this temptation the devil presents to all men. Pleasure. This huge distraction of the sensuality. Saint Basil adds a very interesting detail. The third one, this one, says, I cannot come. He doesn't say, I won't come. He says, I cannot come. Because that the human mind, when it is degenerated to worldly, worldly pleasures, is feeble in attending to the things of God. And this is so true. This is what St. Thomas Aquinas explains, you know, when he, he studies the, the vice of impurity, that the soul gets so immersed you know, in sensitive things that thinking of something higher, spiritual, becomes almost impossible. He cannot, cannot. It's very difficult. And this is a reality. And this is why also, you know, the devil nowadays try to really immerse society, plunge society 
in this vice. And again, you know, with these months, the pride months, this is exactly that. The devil trying to really immerse people in vice, in sensuality, because he knows that this is the best way to make them impossible to raise their soul towards God. So here we have, my dear faithful, the three wrong answers to our Lord. The first, pride, spirit of independence. The second one, attraction, affection, exaggerated to the goods of this world. And the third one, pleasure. So, of course, after this analysis, the question is, what is my answer to our Lord? What am I answering? And I really hope, I really hope that none of us answering fully one of these three answers, of course. But maybe, you know, maybe the spirit of these answers can get into our souls, get into our lives. <clears throat> you know, the spirit of independence, for example. Sometimes in the spiritual life, there are things we accept and things we think it's too much. Too much. I'm not a monk, I'm not a sister, I'm living in the world. So you know, holiness, it's not for me. So I take some things and I leave other things in the spiritual life. The practice of religion, the way I dress, the way I behave exteriorly. Maybe a bit of spirit of independence can come into a life. Too much attraction for sensitive things. Yes, also it can happen that we accumulate, you know, we accumulate, accumulate so many things. And in the end, we are not this second guest, but his friend, his friend, his relative. So you know the, the, the right answer is not accumulating and accumulating, is giving up, giving up, giving up. You know, we can see that usually in our life, uh, while we get older, we get, tend to accumulate, accumulate. It should be the opposite. We should tend to just give up, give up, give up, to be free, freer, you know, to just fly to heaven when the time comes. And the third one, pleasure. So, of course, we know that uh, we have to be very careful with all the temptations and all the, the use of this world. And I really hope that we are not answering that the third one, no. I cannot answer the divine call because I want pleasure in this life. No. But let's see if we are really careful you know, to, to remove all the obstacles in this regard. And let's be particularly alert regarding you know, the cell phone. The cell phone, the devil, uses a lot, you know, the handphone, to put sensuality in our hearts, even though we, we don't notice it. Sometimes you're just browsing something and there is a pop-up, and you don't choose it. Or, you know, conversations, or websites, of commercials, you know, it, gets, it gets the spirit of the third guest, you know, it's getting into our souls, and especially with our children. Let's be very careful. Let's never leave, you know, children, you know, with a, a cell phone, connecting phone. I remember, you know, I saw it so many times. Unfortunately, 
you know, a five years old, a four year old, a six years old with a tablet connected to internet with absolutely free browsing. That's extremely dangerous, my dear faithful. This is the spirit of the third guest getting into the soul of our children. So let's be careful. Let's be careful. You know, the third guest, he didn't become this way, become this way in one day. It's because he got used, little by little, to the spirit of pleasure. And nowadays, the best means the devil, the worst means the devil uses, of course, is the connection to internet, permanent connection to internet. So let's be careful. I'm not saying that we cannot be connected. Of course, we, it's part of this world. But let's be very careful, especially for children, because the devil knows the tactic, knows the strategy to really make them impossible to raise their souls. And remember, impurity as a vice makes impossible, almost impossible for the soul to think higher, to look up. It's kind of the, the look is down. So let's be careful, my dear faithful. This is the, the last conclusion of this parable. So let's not get discouraged, uh, showing at all, looking at all this temptation, but of course, if we see that the, this spirit is getting into our lives, let's react. Let's have a strong reaction, energetic reactions against the spirit of this world. And let's ask our mother to help us, you know. With our strength, nothing is possible. These three temptations, three answers, we cannot you know, reject them by ourselves. With Mother Mary, everything is possible. So if you are seeing, if you are feeling that the spirit of one of these guests is getting into your soul, pray your mother and she will take care. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.